Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Hat Jam, the podcast where each week sees a new artist put through their musical paces by playing the songwriting comfort zone eliminating game, which is Hat Jam. I'm your host, Cab Templey, from such places as Eskimo Joe, and this week we are joined by none other than Kevin Mitchell from Jebediah, a.k.a. Bob Evans. Aloha. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. I'm liking <laughs> I'm liking this, Cab. Excellent. Yeah. And, of course, we will also be joined this week by Studio Cat, who will be in the corner yeah. keeping time, enlightening us with musical facts as they come up, because that's, <laughs> that's handy. Um, and, of course, pressing pause. For those who are joining us for the first time, Hat Jam is a songwriting game where we ask artists or our guests to name two songs, which they then put into a hat. The songs usually are the name of an artist and an album. We then get them to draw each name out of the hat. The first name that they draw out is the name of the verse, and we write a song with those flavours, like a beautiful soup with those flavours in it. That's going to be our verse. And then the next name we draw out is our chorus. And if there's ever a moment in the podcast where... Kevin, you look at me and go, I don't know what to fucking do. <laughs> we also have a wildcard deck, which is filled with ideas that are designed to throw a spanner in the works of our songs. Oh, okay. No one, no one has pulled a wildcard yet. So, oh, really? Yeah, so feel free. Well, to, just, that's to... like waving a great big flag. <laughs> gauntlet is, the musical gauntlet is, is, is thrown down. By the end of this episode, we would have completed a full song in the form of a scratch demo. And for those listening who don't know what a scratch demo is... It's kind of like the basic elements of a song that we record to get the blueprint of the song, but it's not the album version. Sometimes people release their scratch demos because, like PJ Harvey, I love her four-track demos. Um, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Nebraska. Exactly, yeah. four-track demos. Yeah. There is there is a vibe in the four-track demo. So at the end of this show, we will have a song, at, but it won't be... It won't have bells and whistles the the way that you would listen to a shiny song on the radio. When did you feel like it was okay to call yourself a songwriter for the first time? Um, I, was, I, I think I was always very comfortable calling myself a songwriter before I even started a band, you know. Um, when I was in high school and I was writing songs all through high school. I think the word that took me a long time to um, come to become comfortable with was using the word artist because I... I was always anti the idea of of an artist, especially like in the early years with Jebediah and stuff and, and, and sort of tapping into more of a kind of punk rock sort of attitude and ethos, um, you know, referring to yourself as an artist um, just seemed pretentious. Um, and it took me a long time, probably, you know, a good more than 10 years of being a professional musician before I started to become comfortable with referring to myself as an artist, you know, and, you know, what I do is 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 vaguely in the realm of art. Um, so, yeah, I think that was 
that was the word that took me some time. Mm. Took me some time, yeah. When when you write, uh, and obviously you've written many songs, and you've had to kind of jump, you know, different outfits between, you know, mm. like you when you're in Jebs, you you write a certain kind of vibe, and when you're doing, you know, the Bob Evans thing, you know, you're you're kind of you know mining a different kind of well. Yeah. Um, you know, do how. How how do the ideas come for you? I mean, I really love that story. There's you know so many great stories like um, you know Keith Richards writing the the guitar riff to Satisfaction, and you know um, he apparently had like a little you know reel to reel tape recorder, and he he woke up in the middle of the night and recorded yeah. it, and then went to sleep, and he woke up and was like, oh my god, is that a dream? That's right. And then yeah. he pressed play, and it was there, and he's like, yes, but then he'd also forgot to press stop, so it's just him snoring for the, <laughs> <laughs> the next part of it right. all, which is so Keith. But yeah, um, yeah. when do you when do you find the ideas come? Uh, it's really it's so random. It's so hit and miss. It's I mean I find us particularly lately. It's really inconsistent. Um, but last year there was a morning after I dropped kids off and I came in here and um, and in the space of a couple of hours I wrote three three songs that I think are all you know contenders to be on my next record. So. It's really, really. It 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 comes in fits and starts, and um, but but I do have a theory, um, which I guess kind of does play into the you know the coming up with stuff in your sleep, is that um, I come up with a lot of ideas when I'm doing things like showering, driving my car, walking, doing the dishes, because. When it's least convenient, but <laughs> no, well, I've well, I've got this theory right that um, because a lot of my songs are, start off in my head or imagined, and then I go and work them out. I, not not all of my songs start with me sitting down with the guitar and go. Because I've got this theory that um, that when you engage in a activity that doesn't require any great brain power, you know, like driving a car or doing your dishes, so you're engaging your 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 brain in this uh, in this activity, and. I find that that allows things to kind of sneak in through the back door. Like you're open to, there's a part of your mind that's open to your imagination and just things kind of just slipping in. Mm. But you have to be engaged in doing something really menial. Like distracted almost. That's right. You need to distract yourself with something really menial. Surprise! Nothing that kind of takes up too much. Yeah, so so chores around the house and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I imagine, my imagination kind of, like seems to uh, let in a lot of melodic ideas and lyric ideas in those kind of times. Kevin Mitchell, a.k.a. Bob Evans, mm. are you ready to I'm play ready. Hat Jam? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. We, uh, um, we've asked Kev to come in and bring two names of artists that he loves and songs that they've played. Now, your first name that you've picked to go into the hat, because, okay. by the way, uh, every artist who does this puts their name, and they might not <laughs> they draw keep... their name out, so yeah, right. you might pull out somebody else's okay, name in there. Cool. Uh, Elbow, Lippy Kids. I, I love Elbow. They they were a big influence on Eskies when we were doing our second record, A Song yeah, of the right. City. Okay. Um, but Lippy Kids, what record is that off? Uh, it's off Build a Rocket Boys. Okay, I don't know um, if I know that one. I was like Cast of Thousands was my kind of big record. Yeah, for those well, guys. this was the first Elbow record I really uh, got into. Is that the is that their first record? No, no. it's like it, I, I think it came out in the late two thousands. I'm not sure. Actually, the CD is just up there on top of that speaker. Hey, hey. 4th of March, 2011. So, yeah, so, you know, they've made a few records before this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just a beautiful a beautiful record. It's a real studio creation, you know. It's, it, it sounds very much like 
It sounds like a record that's been carefully crafted in a studio as opposed mm. to a bunch of songs that have been written and then recorded. Jam, jammed you know? out. So, Kev, do you want to chuck the, your, right. your first name into the hat sure. and then we shall read out the second name? Oh, <laughs> Wilco, heavy metal drummer. Yeah. Wilco, Wilco is, I could possibly say, is probably one of my biggest influences of all time. Why did you pick heavy metal drummer? Um, I think, look, there's a lot of things that I l- like about Wilco, but um, there's something, my go-to sort of with Wilco is often the upbeat stuff. Mm. And there's a real irreverence about this song that I really love. You know, I hear a lot of influ- like. I've never read any interviews where he said this, but to me it sounds like he must have listened to a lot of pavement. Mm. I hear a lot of pavement references, and um, because it's kind of there's a slackness about it, mm. um, just in attitude. Yeah. There's nothing slack about the quality of what's going on, but just the attitude of how it's how, it, how it's kind of performed. So Wilco, love it. I'm so glad there's some Wilco in the hat, and. Uh, we will be putting pictures of the hat up on our Instagram slash, you know, Facebook and all the rest of it. But this week, coming to you live from Kevin Mitchell's uh, jam room, we have a beautiful hat. Uh, can you explain it to anyone yeah. who, who's listening? Well, it's um, my one of my daughters. Uh, it's a pink helmet uh, that uh, she uh, roll. Well, she wears it when she rides her bike, but um, she uh, roller skates. Drum roll. Uh, here we go. What do we got first? What happens if it's something that has has somewhat been done previously? Oh, we that... chuck we chuck the ones away that that have been that, oh, cool. that have been pulled. Okay. So what have oh, we what, what, oh, no, what have we got? We've got closer by nine inch nails. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a song driven by a very distinctive beat and a bassline, which we want to be inspired by but not copy. So let's also have a listen to what's going on in the songwriting. Desecrate you. You let me penetrate you. You let me complicate you. Help me, I broke apart my insides. Help me, I've got no soul to sell. Help me, the only thing that works for me. Get away from myself I wanna fuck you like an animal I wanna feel you from the inside I wanna fuck you like an animal My whole existence is flawed You get me closer to God <laughs> so yeah. wow but it's... i mean but yeah i mean all those verses you know it's kind of got it's in common with like electronic music and hip-hop and yeah. stuff in that um you know entire verses are all just based around a single riff yeah so and you boom, bum, bum, yeah oh i wanna fuck you like an animal so it goes it goes up here, here. I want a doobie from the inside. You want a doobie from yeah. the inside. 
I wanna tussle like an animal. Um, and then and then it goes because then when it goes, you came me closer to God. So it's almost like it, it's mm. it's like it's almost like minor, and then that's the kind of, mm. and then it goes to the major when it comes back in, mm. and then you can't have them back to minor there. So it's so it's it's fairly fairly simple. So where do you- yeah, man, I reckon the idea of um, just having like a really simple little riff. Yep. You know, based around... Like, I love it. We've, we've got guitars. We a. pulled out like a full electro song. I know. Yeah, it's funny, right? Um, so how about we, we start this track by... Um, we'll get we'll get together like a four on the floor, kick yeah, and snare. Yeah, we'll start with the beat and... We'll just and then we'll get some kind of... Something over the some top. Some bass line. And then, Kevin, I'll get you to improvise some lyrics over the top. Sound good? Let's do it. Last night I walked to the pain Was my teeth recalled Away from my tongue I've been just bitten hard Hard into it as if trained to escape the scene, but I knew as the blood pulled what it Um, amazing. So we've got we've got our verse together. We got our first verse. Um, we've 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 dived deep yeah. down into the world of Nine Inch Nails, which, um, as Studio Cat enlightened us, the song is even though they do say the words famously, "I want to fuck you like an animal." Well, there are interpretations. Aren't yes, there? There are different but interpretations. the the song is meant to be about you know self hatred, and obviously he famously went deep into drug addiction at that point in time. So there's all that kind of self loathing stuff going on, mm. um, and so. Um, I, it, it, what you kind of come up with there, Kev, is amazing. With it's kind of like you feel like you you're lost in the moment, in the night, um, which is kind of where you you get to in that song. It's like a lost in the night kind yeah, of yeah. song, and that, and that's that's where I feel it, where your lyrics are coming from there, which is sounding super cool. But now we're going to throw a big old <laughs> spanner in the works, okay. and we are going to draw name right. number two. So we've got our verse, which is Nine Inch Nails, yeah. closer. And now we are going to reach back into the pink bicycle helmet of song and we are going to find out what our chorus is going to be ladies and gentlemen let's, all right let's have a look in here, here we fucking go well it, <laughs> it can't get any weirder than close of nine nails right oh it probably can oh shit immigrant song led zeppelin holy fuck ball <laughs> really <good>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, let's have a listen because I'm I'm really unfamiliar with Led Zeppelin. Well, I'm I am very familiar with Led Zeppelin because I was you know a long haired teenager at some point in time <laughs> in my life. In fact, I think we were. Did, didn't you? You? I mean, Led Zeppelin. I don't. 
think of Led Zeppelin as a heavy metal band, but um, but every teenager surely had you know guy who played guitar had Mm. a heavy metal stage. What what were some of your heavy metal? I was really into Kiss. Um, so that was my idea of like a heavy rock band, um, <laughs> which is like in it, it's like so the diet, uh, yeah, rock yeah, of, of heavy glam. rock, yeah, it is totally. Um, but, um, but I, I just loved Kiss, and uh, and so did my brothers, you know, and we all had the mask, but we were totally, you know, right into it. But I was aware of stuff like my older brother got into heavier music, Brett, the drummer from Jebs, and you know, he got into like a little bit of like. Like Iron Maiden and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, could, I could imagine him in Iron Maiden. Yeah, but well, um, well, but then I got into grunge and you know it was Nirvana. I mean, Soundgarden are probably the heaviest. And they kind are of band. And they're like straight out of the Led Zeppelin songbook. Yeah, those guys, right. Know, they had a nut, the same kind of experimental guitar stuff going on, and and obviously the high vocals. Yeah, and you know Chris Cornell, may he rest in peace, would have smashed this song. <laughs> Land of the ice and snow from the midnight sun where the hot springs flow. The hammer of the gods will drive our ships to new lands to fight the horde and sing and cry. Oh, Valhalla, I am coming. I would listen to this podcast just to ha- hear you and me like trying to, trying to sing like Robert. Yeah. Um, Studio Cat, do you want to step over to the microphone and give it like enlighten us with some musical facts about the immigrant song? Because there must be so much freaking mythology with this bad boy. Yes. Well, the lyrics are based on Norse mythology, which is the body of myths of North Germanic peoples stemming from Norse paganism. Um, continuing, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. But essentially, it's deep in myth and all of those Scandinavian Germanic myths that are. I I love me a myth. I do. They yes. also wrote the song during their tour of Iceland. Oh. So we weren't being pompous. We did come from the land of the ice and snow. <laughs> <laughs> we were guests of the Icelandic government on a cultural mission. We were invited <laughs> to play a concert in Reykjavik. And the day before we arrived, all of the civil servants went on strike and the gig was going to be cancelled. The university prepared a concert hall for us and it was phenomenal. The response from the kids was remarkable and we had a great time. Immigrant Song was about that trip and it was the opening track on the album that was intended to be incredibly different. Wow. Well, the other thing that's uh, definitely worth pointing out is The Gru, which is a dun 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 which we can't really rip off straight up, but I think that um, the, it's the counterweight of, of that uh, that riff and the... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, my friend... We need to come up with some singable, slightly evil. Now our, our song, our song's in E at the moment, and uh, and um, I think going into a D might be cool. 
Do we, even though, even though they're, co- I mean, look, we can take any part of this song on board and turn it into our chorus. Do we want to take any kind of mythology? I love the idea of mythology again, and I mm. and I think that it's it's a really powerful concept that, that that works really well in songwriting. Now, in your lyrics that you've got, you know, can do you want to explain um, what they're about? So yeah, far? well, last night um, I woke up in the middle of the night around two o'clock in the morning. I checked the time and it happened but I basically just woke up with this sudden pain in my mouth and realized that I'd just bitten into my own tongue um and and it was you know that that's kind of throbbing kind of pain and just you know so obviously I was awake for a little while it took me a little while to get back to sleep but I mean so um yeah that's what I started writing about with that verse because you know we were talking about that you know the this the self-hatred and pain and mm. Um, and I and it's just handy to draw upon something that's so fresh in my mind because mm-hmm. it's just an easy go to, yeah. you know. Um, uh, but it's good, and it, it, but it, you know, obviously we love we love a metaphor in songwriting as mm. well. So, I well, wonder- coming out of the idea of you know coming out of a dream, mm-hmm. you know, and but what kind of mythology? I mean, I'd be really interested to kind of do some research on the internet of mm. uh, what kind of. Um, uh, mythology is based around biting your tongue mm. or biting one's tongue off. Or yeah. If you are biting your tongue, it means the next thing you're going to say is going to be a lie. <gasps> Ooh, oh, cool. I like that. Well, I was thinking while I was um, writing the verses, you know, of the next where it would go, and and I it was sort of occurred to me when I was telling when when you first turned up here mm. and you were setting up and um and I was telling you about what had happened last night. It occurred to me as I, as I was telling you, it was like, oh well, that healed. Really fast, like mm. I just when it happened, it was really, really painful. But um, you know, by the time by the time I woke up the next day, the pain had pretty much completely gone, and it felt like almost nothing had happened. Wow! So, so I'm wondering if um, maybe you could tie in the idea of like, if you know, the next statement being a lie that like in the song, perhaps the idea that. You wake up the next day and everything's fine is a lie. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe that's like that's not true. Yeah. Maybe that's just you know you're 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 just def- you're a defense mechanism to go. No, yeah. everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm good. I'm good. Even that as a line, like everything's fine. <laughs> everything fine. <laughs> 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 Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We've got some chorus lyrics together, uh, Led Zeppelin-esque, mm. and Kev is going to lay it on down the line in his, in his best uh, Robert Plant voice. You ready on one, two, three, four. Now don't even try Everything's fine Now I'm calling to The sister of the moon 
<laughs> You're calling. I'm dancing with the sister of the moon. <laughs> I told you I never got into Led Zeppelin. Oh man, I can hear that. I can hear that. But <laughs> oh. well, um, how are you how are you feeling about that chorus at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's um, it's it's definitely in the uh, it's in the ballpark of the Led Zeppelin. Uh, what well, what I what, it, it definitely is. So what what I'd like to do now is try and uh, like. You know, mesh these two bits together. We've got a verse yeah. and a chorus. Do you uh, do you remember your melody for your? I you know what I I, I don't. Well, luckily we have the amazing wonders <laughs> technology. We can go back and have a listen. But we're going to try and sing our verse and chorus into each other. Okay. So I'll 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 have it all ready to go. So you can you know sing your verse and your chorus, and it'll be interesting to see how how this like whether we need to change anything, whether we got the right chords going on, but um. Stick with us and let's give it a go. Last night I walked to the pain As my teeth recalled Away from my tongue Having just bitten hard Hard into air As if trying To escape the same But I Awesome. Nice rap cameo. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. Freestyle, temperly, they call me. Um, that's sounding amazing and really magical. Like, uh, uh, what this? It's taking me to some place. I I love the two bits. I feel like there is like a clunkiness yeah. going straight from our verse into our chorus. So we might need to do write some kind of maybe very short pre-chorusy kind of yeah, thing that yeah. happens there. Yeah. But um, what I would like to do now um 
is, if if I may, mm. I'd like to pull the veil away from this mm. uh, song. I mean, we've we've gone to Nine Inch Nails Town. We've 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 ventured Nine Inch Nails and Led Zeppelin. I mean, we've gone to two places that I never go. I yeah. never go. I mean, I don't own a single record by either of those bands. Um, I don't have any songs of theirs on my tunes. They're both. It's very unfamiliar territory. So um, so yeah. But it's kind of magical because it's taking it's taking you to this kind of weird, dark, and evil place, um, <laughs> which I love. Um, I would love now to hear what it sounds like if if we sat down and we we're like, okay, cool, we're going to record a Bob Evans song mm. or a Jebediah song. Mm. How would you perform it? How would you record it? Um, I'd love to hear you come back and and have a go at that. Well, how does how does that sound? Are you so, up for it? So I've got to um, basically reinterpret that song again. Through we, the, uh, we, the Bob Evans, uh, we can keep any of the the elements that that are mm. there. That you know, you might go, you know, what I really like that drum sound. I like that weird bass sound. Or you might just go, you know what? It's going to be a piano song. It's going to be a guitar song. It's totally up to you. Well, I I really like I really like the idea of um of a loop, a drum loop. Yep. Um, yep. playing it's playing acoustic guitar to a drum loop. I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. So um that if that was that would be definitely some a, a good place to start. So we'll keep yeah. that factor. Yeah. The the weird bass line. Yeah, that that might be it. that might have to go, um, but yeah, let's let's come back and hear what it sounds like with you doing it as a Bob Evans yeah, song. Cool. Brought in waves 
So, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of our podcast. That is another hat jam, another day, and another amazing song that was written. Before we wrap up completely, do you want to talk the peeps at home through how we got to that amazing final uh, result? I mean, it doesn't really sound like Nine Inch Nails, and it doesn't really sound like Led Zeppelin. In fact, it kind of sounds like Elbow, which is yeah, what yeah. we started talking about. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I guess that was kind of in my mind, but it's funny because... You know, I guess you find what you know and apply it to the process. I mean, definitely, like you know, the um, that sort of machine-like quality of nine-inch nails remained through. Snuck you in know, there. Um, just that that sort of uh, drum, the feel of the drums, um, and even you know the way that we were sort of you know treating the guitar that like ding ding ding, you know, had that. So um, yeah, it had that kind of industrial kind of quality to it. Um, which yeah, I mean, there's elbow stuff that does that and Radiohead and all that kind of mm, stuff. And absolutely. As for the um, as for the uh, Led Zeppelin chorus thing, I mean, I think really all that kind gave of gave us a long vowel that we could go. That's ah! right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just I guess it, what it did is it prompted us to um, to kind of open up. Yeah. You know, go from like a very kind of staccato feel verse and open up into a long. You know, which is what the song really required. But um, but you know, again, it's like, it's it's following through a process, you know, and uh, and and also, you know, that thing of just allowing yourself. If you if you start worrying too soon mm. about whether things are cool or not, it can kind of stymie your you know absolutely your process. So. Yeah, I think sometimes when you're doing an exercise like this, mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, for the sake of the exercise, you just follow it through. Um, and then, yeah, eventually we got to a point where it's like, okay, well, yeah, what, what, can, we, um, what can we do with it now? But How did you find the experience? Was it daunting, scary, yeah, frustrating? It was, it was none of those things. Yeah, it was, um, it, was, it was fun. You know, I think it was good because I never do stuff like this. So, um, so yeah, I think it was... I enjoyed just kind of getting out of my routine, getting out of my own, you know, sense of routine and out of my own head in a way and just following a process and applying stuff to a process is something I never do. And and that's why I guess I didn't find it daunting or scary at all because it was just like there was this thing to kind of just follow through. To keep and, us on track. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And, and I guess you just never... Yeah, you, you can never predict what the outcome is going to be, and that's and and also too, I love the idea of um, finish like committing to finishing a song by the end of the day, which is something yeah. I never do. It takes me. I've got songs that I've been working on for years that I still haven't <laughs> finished, you know. And the fact that I can write lyrics and a vocal to a song in the space of a few hours proves to myself that I'm being very lazy. <laughs> yeah. So does that? Do you need to? Does something relevant have to have happen in the project that you're working on to pull one of those songs out to go? Oh, I found a home for this song. Yeah, or is it maybe. But I think there's a real risk, and this again, this exercise kind of illustrates this. There's a real risk that if you sit on something for too long, if you wait too long, I think it just gets harder and harder to find your way in. The old you unsent know, letter. You have to really pounce. You kind of have to pounce on stuff straight away, you know. And that's what I'm definitely would take away from this as well just a reminder to like when I start writing a song like knuckle down sit down finish it start working on the lyrics straight away don't just kind of leave them to think I'll I'll get to the lyrics later because you know that's the hard bit you know ladies and gentlemen that is the end of another amazing episode of Hat Jam before we go 
Kevin Mitchell, a.k.a. Bob Evans, would you like to plug your pluggables? If people want to mm. find you on the internet, where do they find you? Um, well, on all the usual channels, Bob Evans on Instagram. I don't use Instagram much. I'm trying to use it a little bit more. But uh, uh, but I'm, I'm mostly active on Twitter uh, as Bob Evans. So and, if people um, want to contact Facebook. you, send you a message on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, both uh, easy to find. Very easy. If you know how to use the internet, I'm sure you will be able to find me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I was Cav Templey. This was Kevin Mitchell. It was my absolute pleasure to bring you some new tunes and some interesting way to look at songwriting. This was Hat Jam. Until the next episode, we'll see you then. Thank you very much. If you're interested in hearing more about any of the artists on Hat Jam, then please head to our Facebook page, Instagram or website and follow the links. You can find Cav Templey on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Cav Templey or www.cavtemperley.com.au or follow us directly on at hatjam underscore podcast. This has been a Templey production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.